Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here, drinking beer and play a game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody, welcome to episode 190, closing on a big episode 200. We are right there, Jim. Yeah, we're getting there. We should think of something special to do. Maybe someone is thinking of something. Good. Maybe tell someone else. Someone else who's involved <laughs> in the show. That'd be nice. Maybe it's a surprise. Yeah, boy. Or maybe I'm making it up. You tell me. The latter. <laughs> Chambers, we uh, we also just got done filming a nice little wrap-up of our Level 50 Club. Yes, we are. We're done. We hit our 50-game goal. Uh, we went over. You had 57 games. I had 53. So... Put in some work this year. It, uh, as we said many times, I think that list was what was fun about doing it. We cleared some backlog and really got to talk with all you and see how you guys did. But what was interesting was at the beginning of the year, I was so confident, like we might even be able to hit a hundred. Yeah. Like, cause we cleared like 20, 30 games by like March or something. We're like, oh, this is nothing. We were on a roll and then brick wall. Yeah. Um, which, that was the other point I wanted to see with that list was, do you have to push yourself to get to 50 games? Now, granted, if you did, like, all arcade or beat-em-ups, you could probably do, like, 200. Right. But if you really mix up the variety, play a different, couple different styles, like, what's realistic? You and I, both parents, full-time jobs. So, you know, you got to take a lot of things into f- account. Yeah. I think 50 was a, str- like... I had to make sure I committed to getting it. Yeah, same. So I think the comfortable number in the future would probably be like... 30-ish. Yeah, that'd be more comfortable. But still, it was a lot of fun. And once again, as we said in that video, thank you everyone who has joined us. Yeah, and to your point, like I just like that I like played a lot more genres that I normally didn't Tried play before. Yeah, yeah. And like I played, I almost never played tactical games outside of like real-time strategy before. Mm-hmm. But like turn-based tactical... Almost never touched it until this year. Uh, played more Metro- eh? Metroidvanias than I ever had before this year. So yeah. it was cool to branch out a bit. Span the horizons. Yeah, that's that's also part of it, too. Instead of just doing FPSs, or in your case, hentai, you got to switch it up sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm ready to go back. <laughs> Fuck. I'm surprised you didn't put Joyous X on your list, Jim. Well, Bri, <laughs> when do you truly beat it? When you finish or when the game finishes? I see what you did there by saying beat it, Jim. And I don't like it. <laughs> I got nothing. <sighs> so, Jambers, tonight we are continuing drinking from our Trogues winter pack. Um, we already went through the first one uh, while we were filling le- level 50 club, the Troganator. And this is probably my second favorite beer. If the non-seasonal types, this is this may be my favorite. It's their double bock beer, which if you've never had a bock, it's tough to describe. It's like the lager's version of a stout, kind of. Very malty, dark beer, not super heavy. This one, the Doppelbox, come in at 8.2%. And Jim, what's a Doppelbock? Uh, I don't, a double bock? There you go. Ah! Good boy. So yeah, uh... It's it, this, like I said, I, I, I don't know. If you don't like the more maltier beers, you won't like that. But then we're moving on to the Perpetual IPA. And, Jambers, what do you think about this one? It's a, it's a solid, pretty standard IPA. Like, 
Yeah. Right now, I, like, uh, I, I really like the Troganator. Like, I've had it before. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one, like, of the uh, Trogues variety, like, that's one that I will go to a lot, especially, like, during the year when you can't get Mad Elf. Yeah. And the Perpetual, it's good. It's never, like, a go-to for me. But then again, like, I can't think of any IPA that's really, like, a go-to anyway. Yeah, when I think straight IPA is not double, like, double IPA, I love the Dirt Wolf from Victory. Mm-hmm. Um. I love the 90-minute from Dogfish, but, like, straight IPAs, yeah, so many of them are so samey. Yeah, you can try and just, like, pick any of them, and you're like, all right, this is an IPA. I will say, going from Troganator to this, there's such a, like... <sighs> there's such a there's such a difference. Like, the hops are just, like, it feels like they're it, dancing more in well, the Well, it's like, all of a sudden, like, there's a brightness in my mouth, and I, I almost... I it's, now, it's almost pop-rocky. Yeah, like, I, I, I associate this with, like... I feel like summer again. Kind of, yeah. Like, I feel like IPAs, you know, I know they're not by any means seasonal, but that's kind of what I associate IPAs with now. Maybe because I go so deep in the uh, Oktoberfest and pumpkin and yeah. winter beers that, you know, at the beginning of the year, we're still kind of fucking around with winter warmers and then Irish red ales. But IPAs, yeah, I think it's summer now. Yeah. Yeah, you're a very seasonal drinker. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing is, like, I know there's no point And by to proxy, get... I become it, so for the page. Yeah. So. But that's the nice thing is, like, just, well, speaking of seasonal drinkers, I know you, you're you not a Wawa coffee guy, are you? You're more Dunkin'. I am on Tuesdays for free coffee day. God damn it. On the Wawa Rewards app. Kanye would hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bring it on. Because I ain't paying for shit. So when you go to Wawa, I also like you who I'll have you know. <laughs> when you go to Wawa, do you do what? What is your coffee? Uh, just uh, either iced or cold brew, just black. That's right. You still just do the ice, so you never do the the hot coffee. I mean, I'll do it sometimes, but I never go out of my way for it. So it's funny because you were talking about seasonal, and I realized, like, yeah, I. But yeah, I mean, I do cold brew in the middle of ten degree winter. Oh so. yeah, no, no, I do that too. Uh, I just did it over a weekend when it was whatever day that was like the coldest, where we got a little bit of snow. But like, yeah, you're talking about me being seasonal. Like, when, as soon as they put out that Christmas blend or winter blend, whatever they call it, holiday blend, Th- those are tasty. Yeah. Like, I, I, because I know this is the only time I'm going to have it. I can have boring shit as soon as January hits, especially being in PA. It's fucking, it's just a blah season. Yeah. You get, usually that's when you get your shit snow. It's way too cold. No good holidays are coming. Like, you just, okay, this is what we're doing. Kevil Bry. Don't you be smart. Uh, what do you call him? Martin Luther King like that. <laughs> I said January. That is January. Is it? I think so. I thought it was February. I'm pretty sure it's January. I think neither of us know. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> but you Uh-oh. may be right. It doesn't look good for us. Either way, there's nothing fun to look forward to until easily March. I don't know. I'm a little old for St. Patrick's Day now. I don't look forward to it. It's not a matter of looking forward to it. It's just that signifies like... Oh, it's about to get warm, or at least tricks you, and then you're like, "Oh, we're just gonna deal with yeah, rain. yeah." Then it's still fucking thirty in <laughs> April. Yeah, that's yeah. what goddamn happens. <laughs> but yeah, no seasonal drinking is uh, that that I feel like you got to get it in while you can, just like eggnog. We talked about that, and by next week, I'm still I, trying to find that goddamn eggnog, that ego eggnog. I don't think we're gonna just like uh, how many goddamn places have hard Mountain Dew. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to find one to ship it to us. That's not going to charge me up the ass because I want to try it so bad. Mm. Fucking bullshit. But yeah, we'll see. 
But Jambers, we just covered level 50 club, but have you been playing anything other than Shadow the Hedgehog? <laughs> Before we get into that, <laughs> let's talk about something nice and happy. Okay. Because we have to give a shout out to our buddies at the Not For Human Consumption podcast. Uh, we hung out with Jay, Dylan, and Matt once again. Uh, we're on episode, I think it's 264. I think it just dropped today. We're recording this on the 19th, so we'll put links below. Definitely go, or we'll hoard out on the socials. Go check it out. We had a hell of a time. Actually talked a lot of Level 50 Club on there, too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of beer talk, and yeah, always a ton of fun with those guys. We got to get them back on. It's fun, and as I said, I definitely want to organize a larger power hour. Oh, yeah. With multiple guests. Just Those to- guys. Just a regular straight power hour. That that will be nothing to them. Oh yeah, it won't be nothing. And and then we'll have to break for pee, and they won't. Yeah, I know they're. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. No, but great time as always, guys. If you're listening, cheers. Thank you for having us on again. Yep. But uh, but yes, back to your goddamn games. <laughs> Basically, all I've been playing is goddamn Shadow the fucking Hedgehog. <laughs> the second disc. It's only one disc. No, oh, the buy. second one that I bought. Yeah, yeah I had bought it twice. Oh, I bought it twice. Is that part of the reason why you hate it so much? It's not helping. But like, like if, if I was on one disc. You know what? As I was playing it and being mad at it, the last thing I was thinking of is I bought this twice. I've been so mad at the gameplay, I I even forgot that I bought it twice. Like I wonder if it was free for you on Switch somehow, if you'd still hate it as much. <laughs> I'd probably be ever so slightly lean, more lenient on it. But, honestly, I, I have not th- thought about the price and my hatred of it at all. It is shockingly bad. You know, I as we were doing Level 50 Club, I also think I realized you are just so used to playing on your Switch that anything that's inconvenient for you to have to go sit down and play, you probably already have a, like, a more negative tone to it. No, I don't, but... If I don't have a good time doing it, then I'm definitely more negative. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm saying there's a there's a modifier there. It's like if that was at least on the go. Because I'm sitting there going, "Fuck me, I'm going out of my way to play this <laughs> <Yes>. garbage." <laughs> Obviously, we love our patrons and we thank them for the support. It's a Patreon review request Listen, because you guys they're either fantastic or shit. There's no in between. You guys. Listen, there's there's a contingent of you that love to torture us, and we accept it wholeheartedly. But you're gonna get real reviews because nobody who has given us oh, the, these he terrible, knows what kind of review he's getting. Well, it's what he wanted. Just like uh, Lady in a Leotard and Sneak King, everyone knew what they were asking. Just like Donkey Kong sixty four and and fucking uh uh oh my god, I, I'm drawing a blank. But like we've gotten a lot of requests where they purposefully they're like uh, the Dragon Ball game. That was pretty bad, too. But, man, yeah. And then sometimes we get these crazy gems. We're like, hmm, what Spider-Man. the fuck? You're like, you're waiting for the ball to drop. You're yeah. like, all right, where does it get bad? Oh, no, it's it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, I have not yet. I, I, I told you. I said, I'm but waiting. But besides that, uh, just to cut you off real yeah. quick, Vampire Survivors, I'm still just like. Fucking around with that. Yeah, because it's on my fucking phone. So you want to talk convenience? I downloaded it from my phone. I haven't opened it yet, but I feel like and it doesn't even kill the battery either. Here's the deal: I don't need another excuse to make my legs fall asleep while I poop. Oh, get ready, Bry. You're gonna lose those legs. You're gonna lose that foot. uh, Look at that sugar. (sighs) Yeah, I um, I I told you I'm not touching Shadow till the beginning of the year. Yeah, you did. I since I'm getting the footage for it, I have to have my head start. So. Yeah, but I've, uh, you know what? I've actually been playing a very, I, I've been looking for a very chill game, 
And I found one very appropriate for our page. It's called Tavern Master hmm. on Steam. It's a simulation. You run a medieval tavern. And basically, it's like you got to, like, hire staff. You got to build shit. Fires break out. Oh, shit. You got to replace stuff. Huh. So it's a simulation game that, I don't know. It's something so chill. It's so overwhelmingly positively reviewed because it is just such a chill time where I'm loving it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's been my time waster on top of, of course, I, I mentioned DVD. I just got done finishing the tome for that. And, uh, yeah, I've been, that's really it. I haven't done much else outside of those. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's been one of those. And it's a busy time of year. It's the end of the year. So, to me, thank God we're done level 50 because we would be fucking hurting if we weren't there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Once thanksgiving time hits it's kind of like you know shit's just it's gone yeah basically which goes back to my original point which is why it's so fucking boring january to like march or april which is probably why we beat so many games to begin with yeah there's nothing else to do yeah exactly so you gotta you gotta front load jim yeah basically but uh but chambers i know this week uh we got a lot of questions from our patrons so uh guys thank you this is what we want Anyone who's in our tier to ask the question, please make sure to get those questions in because we're here to answer those questions for you guys. Yep, that's right. So, and as always, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, first up from Leo, any idea why companies don't release limited quantities of physical copies of old games? Is it a licensing thing? I can't imagine Nintendo wouldn't make a small fortune releasing limited quantities of, like, Zelda 1 for a landmark anniversary. Limited, so basically doing what Limited Run does, but officially. Pretty much, yeah. And other companies have kind of done this already. Like, IRAM done it within, like, the past two years with Metal Storm. They did, like, a re-release of it on an NES cart. Mm. Uh, Plan did a collection on the Genesis of, like, four of their shooters and stuff. So it comes out here and there, but to Leo's point... Yeah, none of like the big publishers have done these. And actually, for a while, Square Enix was re-releasing like PS One era Final Fantasy games. That's how I got like my Final Fantasy Nine. Like it's a reprint, but it's but brand it's still, new. Yeah, yeah. It's a great question. I th- I think they should. My only question is like from a manufacturing standpoint. Like, think about the NES, like that that cartridge. Do you think they still have all the original molds or whatever they they made those plastic with? You know what? I mean, maybe, but at the very least, they knowing Nintendo, they'd probably be super hypocrites and just steal like someone's 3D fucking printer, printer, you know, code from somewhere or other and just use that. Well, that's my question: is how would I, me, I would fucking love that because I want to see reprints of every generation, every game, like especially horror games i am not that snooty ass like i need the first edition of this uh whatever uh, this horror game that i'm gonna pay a thousand dollars for if i can get the physical game it's everything is exactly the same it's just not original i would gladly pay for it because that is what i want like i'm not worried about i'm not a collector to that degree i want to play the game i'd like to own them physically for original hardware if i could 
but I'm also like a realist where I'm not going to pay that kind of price. Bry, spend 1200 bucks for Samurai Zombie Nation. Never! Fraudulent horror fan. I mean, I, I'd even go as far as like, I would gladly even pay for, I know this is blasphemy, knockoffs that are just physical copies. Oh, I mean, that's what I did with uh, One Pocket Graffiti. Like, I have a, yeah. tra- I have a translated NES cart. Right. That's all I want. So I think publishers and developers should do that. I guess the only error that I would say it is weird, and it's funny you said Square Enix does it, is like the CD-based. Now, see, CD-based ones, if anything, are probably the easiest to do. Yeah. Um, because how could you ever really... like? When you get down to the the, the literally engineering you know, you know, of the you know what the, you know what the pain of the dick's going to be for the CD, you have to write them at a you know the speed at the time, like you you so need you to find to you need to have like a two x fucking write what do you call it CDR basically yeah. for that. So you know that's going to be your pain right there. But to your point, yeah, I think the major the major game companies don't do it because. There's just not enough. They're so focused on today that like they don't want to spend the money and the time and R and D on that. Yeah, whatever. For something that would probably just be a minimal return anyway. Now I'm shocked Sega, with as much as they love to milk the Sega Genesis, I'm shocked that they've never gone that route. Let me ask you this: What system would benefit the most if there was reprints? Like probably. I have to imagine cartridge based, right? I would think car. I think cartridge would be the most. Um, see, it's weird because right now the retro market's heavily in like the fifth and sixth gens. Just because that's the only fucking affordable ones, probably. Well, well, those are quickly getting not affordable. Yeah. But also, actually, like NES has come back down to earth. Like the stuff that's going to be expensive, the stuff that's expensive, that's going to be expensive forever. It's just going to get more expensive. Yeah. But like Contra's not fifty bucks anymore. It's back down to like fifteen to twenty. Okay. Stuff like that. So, you know, I think NES could benefit, but again. It's going to be a thing where it's like the big name titles that are expensive. Like, if someone did, if like, uh, who the, what was it, Iram? I forget who did Little Samson. But like, if they did a, an official reprint of Little Samson, which is, you know, $1,500 game, whatever the hell it is, I'm sure people would buy them up. I would love to see the tears from collectors if they did that. Because ultimately, yes, you could still say this is original, it would fuck with their pricing. Yes and no, because I don't think Metal Storm really got affected by the reprint that was done. Not at all. And re- I don't know about at all. Actually, we should. I'll. You know what? I'll ask fucking Super Nintendo. That's his yeah. whole gimmick. So, yeah, I'll ask him and see. But yeah, um, I don't. I don't remember hearing news about like there being like this big crash yeah. of Metal Storm when it had a reprint. Yeah, because that's like a hundred some bucks for a card only. Reprints, I think, are a great idea. As Jim said, probably won't do them just because it's a little bit of effort and what kind of return. And unfortunately, we're in an age where I don't know what the physical to digital owner is out there, but I have to imagine it's so heavily skewed digital. Oh, and yeah. It's just so much easier for them to release a digital on Switch now, especially like if you're a Nintendo, that why would you do it physical? So, yeah. Yeah. All right, but now good question. Uh, question. Next up from Retro Death Row is peas stored in the balls? I, no, I, it's in the butt cheeks because girls also pee. Jim, they don't pee out their butts. Yes, they do. You know, the fact that you've read that, so. <laughs> I'm a professional, Brian. 
you were the straight man in this situation. The, uh, you know, you read it like professionally and just. I have very few gifts in this world, Bri, but I can straight lace my way through that. No, it's stored in your bladder. That's all I'm going to say. Your bladder is not in your balls. Butt cheeks. God. Feel a little bloated? Feel when you have to pee? Feels a little God. softer? Feel a little less? It's in the butt, Bri. Works for all genders. All right, Jim. Here's a question. All right. Do you pee before sex? No, after. It's a question. No, what do you? You got to get that shit out of there. I don't want a UTI. So why wouldn't you pee before? I don't want to have like a longer, slower piss. I want to have like a rocket of piss coming out. Uh. Brian, you don't want to have that little gamble when you're about to when you're about to finish and be like, huh? Wonder which fluid's coming out right now. God damn it, Jim! That was never a gamble. I just—you haven't lived. I. Next, next question. From, next up from Snarkast. The worst game we got is a Christmas gift, and why? Did you get me Iron Man for my birthday or Christmas? Birthday. Mm. You know, I'll be honest. Even since I was a kid. I never, unless I specifically said, like, this is a game I want, no one's ever like, oh, I just got you random game. Like, even my parents, like I said, back in the day, it was always like, I want Power Rangers for a Super NES. So, no, I've never had a bad game on Christmas. Yeah, um, I've never, for the most part, I've always bought a game that I wanted for, you know, they were just like, here, just buy yourself something. Yeah. But there's been a couple times my parents surprised me with games, and nothing was ever bad, but just like the most disappointing, I would say, was one year, I felt so bad, too. Uh, they got me, like, Altered Beast and Turrican for the Genesis, and I was like 10-ish or whatever, and I already had both. And I was, and but like, you know, old tactful Jimmy, as soon as I opened them, I was like, I already have these. <laughs> I couldn't even soften the blow. I mean... Granted, at that time, your collection probably couldn't have been more than 20 games. I mean, they could have just looked. Just, just looked for one second. <laughs> probably could have. See, this Not is... just once, but one, but two. They did twice. This is this is, this is is classic Chambers. This is where, you know, he, uh, he'll find the good in everything. Yeah, it's the for thought that counts. For somebody bitches about everything. It's amazing. The dichotomy between me and you, which is you find extreme value in your material things. Yes. No matter what. Whereas I criticize the material things, but in people and regular things, you fucking hate everybody. True. And you're so negative towards stuff. That's very true. You need to switch your priorities, Jim. Nah. Stop being a material boy. <laughs> I'm a material boy. Living in a material boy world. Good question, Sarcast. Yep. Next up from Todd Howard Sucks. If you had to remove one style of beer from the world, which would it be and why? Sours to get Jim mad. No, I. You know what? I'll get rid of anything with sea salt. Sea salt never works in beer. It's never good. It's an ingredient. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not a specific style. Yeah. Yeah, I mean styles. There is a very mean part of me that would say just IPAs, just to see the world burn. Oh, I would love it. I'd um, love to see what the friggin' neck beards and ironic tattoos would do. It's not a. Hmm. 
Why are you in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt at a at a brewery in December? Why? It's cold. Stop it. Uh, a style that I probably could see get rid of. That's a really, really good question. I mean, is there any styles you don't like at all? Years ago, I probably could have lift, lift, listed off stuff, but much like the rest of my materials, Brian, I can I can find the good in almost anything at this point. Which, as a, like I know, as I know, I've done exhaustively. About, there's about 170 different styles. Now, a lot of them are offshoots of other ones. Um, honestly, speaking to uh, and like even like the stuff that people meme to hate, like obviously I don't hate pumpkin. I don't hate like fruity no. beers. I like no, fruity beers. Fruity beers. Um, and like I, you know, I, I actually do like sours. Okay, you know what? Here's one. I don't think we need anymore. If you're gonna keep IP, because I do like IPAs. I mm-hmm. like double IPAs. Hazies. This straight up pale ale. Hmm. They're like the less effort cousin of an IPA. Yeah, you know they're like an MB. They're like if you don't want to go full IPA. You just kind of get the pale ale. And if I'm drinking a pale ale, they're supposed to be a competitor to like light lagers. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, you're not going to be my average drinker. Pale ale is like the thing where macro is better than micro. Yes. Because like I love me some Rolling Rock. Like I can drink Rolling Rock anytime. But like a brewery that like tries to have a pale ale, it's always like "Mm, something a little weird about this. Because it's like it's it's, it's supposed to be a light drinking beer, but it's got too much bitterness whereas when i go to an ipa like yes it's bitter but it's kind of refreshing and then when you get higher pale ales are the one style where i i honestly i will never unless there's nothing else there i won't go let me get this pale ale and i know people love like the dale pale ale and the sierra met or sierra nevada um, yeah, but Sierra Nevada is more macro, though. So No, but I'm just saying, like, I know there are some pale ales out there people defend to the death. It's a style I don't need. I don't need it on the list. If I'm going to go light, I'll go lager. Yeah. So, yeah, pale ale is my, my vote. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what's weird? Um, oh, wait. And the only other one, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oyster salads can fuck themselves. <laughs> I've had, like, two... Not even that they're terrible, just I don't like that word, and I don't like them coming together. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't blame you. I've had an oyster stout before, it's and like, it, it, was, it wasn't, like, egregious or anything. No, but it was it's just, just like, like, why? It was just like, this didn't have to exist. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like uh, people who like those Bloody Mary variants that have, like, the oyster fucking uh, juice in them. shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> you know what? Like, obviously, like, I love me my shit beers and stuff like that. You do? Oddly, <laughs> yes. I know this comes as a shock, but... You know what, like, I guess if I want to keep it strictly to breweries, okay, breweries cannot do pilsners. Anyone you mean who like tried- a craft brewery? Yeah. Yeah, so... It's the same as the lager that we've talked about before, where you have to be very good and specific to make these types. It's not like an IPA, where if it, you fuck up the batch, you just go, oh, it's a Clockleflock IPA, and then, like, you just cover it up with all the hops you put in there. So, like, Victory's an example, they do Prima Pils, Pils which is Prima really Pils is good. good. Yeah. Kona, yes. Kona had a good Pilsner. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there are those exceptions, but Pilsner is a very tough one to do. Honestly, the Czech do it the best. Like, they're those traditional, if you still even want to call them craft at this point. Damn, there's some lacing on this uh, oh, Perpetual. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. But, uh, no, I can, I can see that, especially craft brewed Pilsners. It's also why you like never see them because it's just because no one tries it because they all suck at it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
That's a good. Pussies. Damn it. Jim, I, I thought you were going to say get rid of spicy beers. No, I, they have a place. They at least have a place. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Pale Ales, Jim's uh, Pilsners. There we go. All right. Nice. We shit out some real answers there. Yeah. All right, next up from Burn Retinas. The most annoying piece of electronic equipment to troubleshoot. Whew. Jesus. Electronic equipment. I mean, if we want to say software, I'm going to go fucking OBS. OBS is a pain in the fucking dick. I mean, well, you've never had the pleasure of... I'm not the streaming guy either, so... I, well, I was just, no, you've never had the pleasure of a site crashing and learning PHP. Cool. No, I've not. So, I mean, that... That could be generic in just saying computer and software, but I'm trying to think of like another more generic like electronic. You know what? For me, my answer is when you have car issues and it's electrical and you have to go through all the fuses and then if it's not fuses, you got to check the battery, you got to check this shit. So it's more generic. I have an answer. Topical. Christmas lights. <laughs> Fucking Christmas lights. Because one goddamn bulb can ruin an entire section. It's never the entire thing, so you just go fuck it and throw it out. No, it's always just like a last string of like 10 or 15 lights on a goddamn 45 foot fucking run. So you're like, I don't want to fill out the whole goddamn run. I'm going to go try and replace these lights. And then you replace every single goddamn one, and it still doesn't fucking work. Then you got to go, oh, which one had the fuse in it? So then you try to go through there too. Until you still say after two hours, fuck it, and then you throw it away anyway. Jim, that's why uh, Parallel was better than the series. I've even done, like, the Clark Griswold. Like, did I not plug it in? Like, I will test everything before I hang it. And I Doesn't hung- always work, because it could all work before you hang it. You fucking hang it. And Two days later, it, something goes out. Something goes out. Yeah. No, that's... My worst thing is, in that same vein, is fucking holiday blow-ups. So, you know, you've seen my house. I get a lot for Halloween, mm-hmm. a lot for Christmas, year in, year out. I go out of my way, pack them in bags, make sure they're dry. And you know me, I don't do that with a lot of things. But this shit I do, next year I plug it in, fan's not working. I had to rig, and Jim, you may say a lot about me. You, you can you can bullshit some stuff together. I can rig some shit together. I had to figure out a way to get this fan to spin on one of my bigger Halloween things. So I had to get the air blasters you use for your keyboards and yes. start manually the fan to just get it going on one of my goddamn blowups. Like, did like you I, do that every day? I did, yeah. And then I gave up. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm not blowing that up anymore. You're a better man than me. I would have said, fuck it, gone. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that type can, of shit. Can you fucking air decoration people, please, for the love of God, have your have your anchor things in the middle and on the bottom. Because when you don't have it on the bottom, you're having this problem with one of your snowmen outside. Oh, no. It fucking just flings out from under, you and it's why? like goddamn sideways. that one doesn't come with bottom. Me neither, neither does a tree that I have. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I'm bitching. Certain ones, yeah. They, I, I don't know why they had to start building them this way. They, like, added additional strings for the tops. But you always got to have the anchors at the bottom. And, yeah. Two of the ones I have out front, they don't have bottom ones at all. So, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Happy holidays. Thanks. Thanks, Bernard. <laughs> Welcome to the Dadcast, everybody. 
But last up from Phony Montana. Off the record, but technically on the record since it's on this podcast. But do you regularly watch content of all fellow content makers that you've done podcasts with? Regularly, I'd say no, but there's a lot. Like, I mean, we've had a lot of folks. I will always check it, like, you know, and not being the Twitter guy, I, I do go out of my way. There's a lot of folks I will. Now, as I said, we've had a lot of folks. Um, if they're podcasts, those are a little easier to just listen to in the background. I'll be honest, like my YouTube viewing is usually like YouTube podcast or music. It's not for watching content, I'll say, but I do try to like, yeah, if somebody I know and I like, I always at least click the video. Uh, I am guilty of the, I might not sit through the whole thing, but I'll start it and I'll watch. Cause I think that's what like everyone does on YouTube anyway. Yeah. And yeah, um, I'm basically in the same vein. Uh, actually, my, I'm the one who's reached out to most of the guests and stuff. And I've built a lot of that through sp- just by starting by commenting on there. And then tweeting at them. And they're like, oh, this is that guy. So, you know, you start to build a little relationship that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's impossible to keep up with like every single video of every single person that we've talked to. Yeah. It, it's tough. And same goes with podcasters, but I definitely try to check out, you know, videos, like some upload more regularly than others too. So for the ones that don't upload as much, yeah, it's easy to keep up with every video for the ones that just crank them out. Yeah. I'll check in like once a week or something like that. And podcasts, you know, some I'll listen to more than others, but I try to keep up with all of them as much as I can. I will say it's interesting. I do purposefully go out of my way to try to not watch certain ones if I feel like there's any chance I watch it and then I get influenced. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. Like, like if it's something a little too close to ours where I go, I don't want to watch this and then get an idea or like feel like I'm doing whatever. Like, so I purposely won't watch those, but I also feel like anyone who's ever even been on our show or we've gone on their show, I don't expect them to watch all of our shit. Cause like if you're a content creator at the end of the day, you're probably 90% of your time is getting footage, editing, da, da, so you don't have the time to do it. Yeah, we're realists. Yeah, 100%. So, but no, nah, it's a good question now, nah, but yeah, long story short, we try to keep up as much as we can. Yeah. So, no, thank you all once again. Please make sure you keep getting these questions in. And, uh, you know, in general, we want to say to everyone, thanks again and have a happy holidays. Yep, same deal. I mean, this isn't the last episode of the season, but if it's the last one you listen to, happy holidays. It's the last one before Christmas. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we are back, uh, Chambers. As I said, it was weird going from Troganator to Perpetual because yeah. such a different style. But as we're rounding out, it's not the last podcast of the year, but it is the last one before Christmas. And I said, you know what? Let me break out a good beer. One of our good buddies, Chris, had got me a beer. Um, it was for my birthday. and It was a while ago from the Fremont Brewing Company in 2018. It's their Coconut Edition Bourbon Barrel Age B-Bomb. It's a, it was a limited release. I've had a few things from Fremont before. They are excellent. And this Coconut Edition is an Imperial Winter Ale. With coconut aged in bourbon barrels. <clears throat> this year's release of B-Bomb is aged in 8 to 12 year old American oak bourbon barrels and is a blend of 9, 12, and 24 month old barrel aged winter ale. The special edition adds toasted coconut to complement the bourbon, oak, cacao, leather, toffee, and dark coffee notes. 
achieved from its extended barrel aging and barrel blending. Each barrel contributes a different note, and combining each barrel to create a coherent tone is distinct, art, true, and pleasure. Okay? Please do enjoy this unique bourbon barrel age today, but (laughs) today... It's 2018. Only a few years long. Age to perfection. But know that Coconut Edition B-Bomb will age gracefully for years to come. Well. Don't be afraid to be abominable. Down and dirty. Two-row, pale, crystal, 120, Munich, roasted bar. Okay. So. I'm trying to see if. Did you say leather? Yeah. Yeah, they say. I think it's for the smell. It can't be for a taste. Sometimes I can throw it in there. (laughs) Needs more dog. So this is from Seattle. Our buddy Chris is now. Yeah, he uh, he transplanted to Seattle. Fucking phony fe- Seahawks fan. So, so Jambers, uh, knowing that this is bourbon barrel aged, mm-hmm. what do you think percent wise is? You know, what, first take a sip. All right, just take a sip. See what you think. You can you can it's you can really smell that coconut. The coconut. Oh my goodness! It's drinking dessert. It's so oh, smooth. Oh my god! And it's pure sugar. Oh it's my god! And it's a dessert in a glass. Holy crap! It's like, it's like, it's like drinking a Mounds bar. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. What do you think percentage wise of this? All right, bourbon barrels—they don't—they don't fuck around. Uh, Twelve, fifteen. 14. Yep. Ah, 14, I was going to say 14 at first, but then I was like... Center. So, Chris, thank you once again, bud. Uh, yeah, Fremont's always good, but that is... Man, that aftertaste. That's when the bur- That's when the barrel really kicks in. You get the little bit, but that, those sips, your lips are pure sugar. Wow. Yeah. That is a treat. <laughs> so, Jambers, let's, let's, go, let's dive into some of these topics. And you got some good ones this week. The first one, um, Brian. I have good ones every week. I'll have you know, let's, sir. Let's be honest. Some weeks, okay. Some some <laughs> a little rougher <laughs> than others. <laughs> some weeks, <laughs> some, some weeks are slow. <laughs> so, some weeks, uh, cough. But but uh, the first one, <clears throat> parents are suing Epic Games for making Fortnite too addictive, and this came to you from a tweet, but it also is linked to multiple articles. Um, one of the articles are specifically from Dextero. Dextero. Or Dexarto. <clears throat> to be honest, I don't know the right way to say that. I'm just glad that's not going to burp while talking without you getting mad at me. I'm always mad at it, but I'm used to it at this point. Is it because Matt one upped me on the latest not for human consumption? That was That was a work of art. I've seen it I've seen it a few times now, but yeah, you and him have a unique gift. But Jim, <clears throat> so group of Canadians, of course. Um, are suing Epic Games for being too di- addictive. Now, let me ask you, Jim. When you so have- this was actually originally, I think we talked about we this. We did talk about this before. It was originally filed in 2019, and now a judge is finally like letting it go to like trial, basically. But you know what the amazing thing is, Jim? Three. Three kids. Mm-hmm. This was specifically about. Mm-hmm. Who spent thousands of dollars on Fortnite? One, one fucking kid played nearly eight thousand hours of it in a two-year span. Okay, insane. How's that possible? How many years is that? You uh, four hours a day. How many hours are in a year? <sighs> I'm not even gonna pretend. I'm not gonna be one of these people that pretends to get it right. 
6,000 right, let, Let's see. I think the article said like 77, let's say 77.50 for the okay. hours. Divided by 24, so that's days. 322 days. That is shy so of a year. shy of a year. Okay. Honestly, with the weight, like you and I, when we were in our depth of COD, I mean, there were some CODs I would check and I, it's like I spent 40 days in. Yeah. So that's not the thing that's crazy to me. I mean, it's the amount. I mean, I do like how they're like it caused physical, emotional, and financial hardships and psychological. Yeah, this is where I okay, this is where it starts breaking down. It's like, so these parents somehow linked some shit to their kid's account. They were buying hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and hey, I feel like we've all fallen victim. You with the Marvel game, that no. card game, yep. Like out of nowhere, you were like, "Yeah, I spent a couple hundred. and it's easy because you're like, "Oh, five dollars here, ten dollars here." I need my power packs. Fortnite is great with. Uh, they are better licensing than anyone. I, I don't know how they get the licenses they do. Is there any game franchise they don't have? Well, Bri, first you get the sugar, then you get the money, then you get the women. <laughs> I don't think women are involved in this one, Jim. Fair. But what I will say is a game like Fortnite, is it not meant to be addictive oh yeah isn't that the like the whole premise is the judge is saying not only is it addictive but they know it's addictive it's like no shit like do you not want to make your game that's free to play i mean he did say that the judge said that there is no certainty that it's deliberately addictive but he's not ruling out that it does not preclude the possibility that the game is in fact addictive and the creators and distributors are presumed to know this Yes. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Even that's the if point. they know it. Like, what? Who wants to make a game that's like, nah, just play it once. You're good. Yeah. So I, apparently, damages will be determined later, but the parents are seeking restitution for V-Bucks that the purchases were made when they were under 18. I think that's probably what this really just comes down to. It, it does, but then doesn't that fall on the parents? Of course. Uh, what it should. So here's the deal I've, I've seen this before. The bigger cases were like Apple back in the day. Candy Crush, all those games, your Clash of Clans, where kids would, they would have a link or, or you know, an account linked to it, keep buying, 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 and then a parent gets like a $3,000 bill. They're like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Then they beat the kid. I mean, that's what you got to teach them discipline. And it's what happens. And in Canada, their heads are moving all around. So. Beady little eyes, flapping heads, well, all full of lies. If we put all that aside. Is there anything unethical or immoral about making a game as addictive as possible? Is that I, is that not uh, games are already they're 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 pushed towards kids. Ethical? No. Practical? Got to make money. You run a business. I mean, it would be the same as saying like what? I mean, that, like uh, I kind of always have a problem when people really really harp on like how predatory microtransactions and shit can be. And it's like, yeah, they are. And they're meant to be addictive and shit like that. You you have to grind to get them for free. I mentioned Dead by Daylight. Right. I had to bust my ass to get through the event tome. Fortnite's the same way. Now, in theory, most of these are like, if you play enough, you maybe have to do a one-time purchase. But like in Dead by Daylight, one time I purchased like a 3 or $4 thing. That 
unlock these points. And when I got the pass for the thing, if I got it all, I got all the equivalent points back to do it next time. Mm. But as you know, like it's not meant for casual players. It's meant for you got to be hardcore in this game. Yeah. So I don't know. Like that's a question. Like should should games be more sensitive to casuals or should they cater to the hardcores? I mean, it kind of does both. The, the the really successful ones do both. I mean, if the kids weren't, have you? Could you ever say there's something you were addicted to? Um, realistically, like TV, soda. Oh like, yeah, like, uh, like, soda. When I was a cigarette smoker, I mean they they said the the potheads will be like, oh, weed's not addictive. Yeah, it's addictive. No, even, it's addictive. Even if the weed, it itself, might not be chemically addictive, but you know what? You no, get no, in, it, you get in some fucking I habits. Think, I think chemically it is because you chemically want to feel that way yeah being high is great so yeah so yeah it's kind of like i mean working out could be a dick like there's so many things nah, that too could, much work there's so many things that could be deemed addictive that it's just another like hey parents the three parents out there look, i feel look, bad look, for you i'm a we pa- we were parents we get it kids can be a pain in the ass and when they have their meltdowns over something stupid Every once in a while, you go, fine, fuck it, just do it. Yeah. But if they're spending thousands of bucks in a game and thousands of hours and on a game. you're not paying attention at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, my new thing with my son is he's into Roblox and Minecraft. I tell him, we'll go downstairs. I'll, I'll sit down there with you. You play. I'll play. And I'll see what he's doing. Every so often, he sneaks off on the iPad. And then I'll be like, what are you playing? And I tell him, no scary game. So he does the... What's the knockoff of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's? It's like, it's a blue guy. Um, oh, fl- I don't know. Flippy. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I, it's not that Friday Night Funkin'. I thought that was a that's a no, rhythm game. They're, uh, they're, they're, this is gonna kill me. I don't know the name of it, but I saw it one time. He had it on there, and he's like, "I was like, yeah, you can't play that, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man." So it's you just gotta like look. Not every single second. At least once every couple days. Like, what have you been playing? Let me see. Yeah, those three parents. That's a shitty thing. Because you want them to fix your problem for not watching your kids. Yeah, you see those numbers and it's like, "Mm, this is more you problem. Three kids. Three. There's nothing that moves the meter on three. Yeah, and for the millions of kids who play this fucking game. Yeah. So, no, I like, like you said, I like that article. I'm I'm not trying to simp for fucking epic games here, but... You see numbers like that, you go, mm. I can never, but I read that thing and I said, it's like, are you not supposed to make games addictive? If you want to be poor, you do. They're not, I mean, it's like when I hear addictive. Right. Integrity think, for poor. Standards are for virgins, integrity is for poor. But you and I have been it's like the impact of gaming on mental and all the, every type of health. Yes, I think most generations today, they're indoors a little too much. Wow. Yes. This fucking, every time I sip this beer, I look at it and go, wow. It, it's pretty amazing. But uh, is that the gamers themselves or is that the developers are making games too good? Like, it's kind of like, it, it's like cigarette when they did the Joe Camel things that were <laughs> aimed towards kids. That was clearly fucked up. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there's, there's certain caveats here. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, a game 
it's not going to be good for your health putting that much time in, but it's not going to kill you like a cigarette would. There are caveats here. Yeah. So, I don't know. what. As Jim said, we definitely covered this before. 2019, though, it's been going on. But to be fair, Brian, Joe Camel looks so cool. I mean, hey, Jim. Spuds McKenzie, all the ladies in bikinis loved them. never used to love candy cigarettes as a kid. Or Fucking loved them. that you didn't convert your Slim Jim into a cigar. Of course. There's something, I, as someone who's never, I've smoked cigars, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, I have no interest, I had parents who smoke like chimneys, and I can still say there's something cool looking about, like in a movie or whatever, like there's something about that, that like, yeah, it kind of looks cool. You know what's not cool? The fucking globalists making us have to go outside, <laughs> not letting us smoke inside anymore. <laughs> you want a reason to quit, it's too fucking cold. Jim, it's, it's been... And it works for a very. I mean, I I know it's happened in our lifetime, and I remember it being a big thing. But do you ever want to go back to? Uh, I I do watch old footage of shit where they're smoking in airplanes or hospitals. <laughs> if I was a smoker at the time, I would have mind. <laughs> you would have been the one. Fuck this! This is ridiculous. Oh, probably. <laughs> that would have been torture if I was like a former smoker on there in that like little ball because you think it smells like shit as a non-smoker. If you're a former smoker, it is a thousand times worse. Dude, here's the deal. There's never going to be a sign that you need to stop smoking than when you finally, if you live in a household where they smoke and you decide, let me clean the walls. Oh. And what you get off those walls. (laughs) If that phrase has come out of your mouth. Yeah. I mean, no, no. If you ever smoke in your house, even if it's casually, you should clean your walls once a year. And see what comes out. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. No, it's gross. It's disgusting. So, yeah. Don't smoke. Play video games. Do that, both. That's the message. Drink. Especially kids. Drink beer. They're not allowed to watch us anyway. <laughs> that's true. You shouldn't be watching. Don't see us. <laughs> Fucking fail your parents. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But, Jim. Speaking of proper etiquette. Is it? Brian. I'm so happy you put this on here because this comes from... Dead by Daylight. Was this from Dead by Daylight? Well, it's... Is he a Dead by Daylight streamer? So, I don't know if he is, but she... Like, they're in that community. Oh! So... I did not know that. uh, This one, I I actually... Without ever seeing it, you putting this up here, I dove deep in this. So, from Miss Nerdy Curvy, uh, also known as Alicia on Twitter, she basically put out a tweet that said, Hey, I know I was in the wrong for saying... Well, my mom died in a stream and being asked, where have I been? But this guy and... Oh, fuck. I did have his name. Yeah, who is this cock douche? I, 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 you know me. When I get mad about something, I'm like, let me just look into this. Oh, yeah. I found his name before. I'll put the links below. But this guy basically goes off and says, he asked this girl, where have you been? She said, well, my mom died. And he basically went off on a rant that said... Don't bring neg- negativity in here. We don't do that. Uh, Bry, his first thing to say was that she's being a real bucket of bummer. Bucket of bummer, yep. Where have you been? My mom died. You're being a real bucket of bummer right now. And here's the deal. I fucking hate Twitch streamers. There's something to be said about... There is such a mindset about Twitch streamers. No. Well, not, not even just... It's just such a like holier-than-thou... like. 
how do how do I put it? Like you you think you're above it, like, and you think I put in my Twitch rules, like be respectful, don't talk about negative things. Like, do you read the fucking agreements in your iPhone every time you turn it on? Like the things you can and shouldn't do. And this guy took it to a level where he basically he's. I don't want to say he's clowning her, but he's basically talking down. He's like, you shouldn't have brought that up. Da, da, da. He does it multiple times, but then he did an apology. Did you see the apology? No, I did not. It's not much of an apology because basically he, he goes and says, yeah, I shouldn't have said that in the moment, but I've told her about this before, like a year before she was being negative about something. And I had a reminder not to be negative. And what, did her dad die then? <laughs> well, it was like something like, he was then claiming, like, she's an attention seeker and basically, like, says negative things in his things. But he's referencing two things that are a year apart. And clearly it's someone... Then, then, Brian, then why did he ask where she's been? That's the golden question. So then he basically said, like, he's been getting all these, like, you're a piece of shit, da 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 And he goes on in this long apology and says, you know, when all these people are talking shit to me, I'll probably have to talk with it with my bros on discord and have a laugh. And he says that that statement almost verbatim. There's probably some things I'm paraphrasing, but he says, no matter what I know, he says, I'm going to be talking about with my bros on discord and we're going to have a laugh about it in the apology. <laughs> they, 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 they live in such a bubble. I, I successful streamers live in such, and to his extent, yeah, any content creator it's such a weird bubble they live in like they are they're not human at this point but here's my deal okay i don't care you have your rules of your stream and you know what for big streamers i'm sure there's people who come in there and just start as he called it trauma dumping and there's probably who's sure. like and you know what like the parasocial relationship thing is a very real thing especially for famous people so i can see it being a problem in the context of this though but in the context of this... If you say, hey, where have you been? Like, you're excited to see them and haven't seen them in a while. And they say, my mom died. And you respond like that, you're a dick. If if the words bucket of bummer ever come from your mouth, ever, no. I take the other side. Why? Like, this guy, he's clearly got terrible... And I was trying to figure out, like, is he trying to be a character? Like, is he trying to be that much of a dick? Because in his thing, he goes part of his apology was like there's a lot of people that don't like me that's fine i am who i am this is who i'm gonna be i'm not gonna change that he's you know basically he's like i am sorry that her mom died but like i'm not sorry that i had to correct her he took that approach <laughs> where, where you just basically go like if you're yeah what i don't like is the people that go oh hey how are you and there are people that come on your twitch stream that you know whatever the mentality goes in our mind, they go, they're actually talking to me. Like maybe it's someone that you're a big fan of and you think maybe this is my shot to say something and whatever. We're all looking for validation in weird ways. Oh yeah. We all want that adrenaline rush. But like, dude, like obviously it, if I was ever, I don't even know what his stream numbers are, but if I was at some point where it was like so many people, if I single out someone to say, where have you been? Then when they say something like that, I'm going to go, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, all you have to say is, I'm really sorry to hear that. And you could leave it at that. Yeah. That Or just don't say, 
Act like, yeah, move or, on to the or, next or, comic. Yeah, or to be a fucking human. Even if you have no interest at all, yeah. you can just be like, hey, sorry to hear that. Glad to see you. Hope you're, you know, hope you do well. Yeah. Just say that. Don't I, rant for three full minutes. I'm going to say this for every content creator. Go outside. Well, I fucking hate to touch grass mean, but goddamn, does it not apply? Not not only touch grass mean, but this is the you haven't talked to a person one on one in face to face in a really long time, dude. If you're not pulling numbers like in the twenty to thirty million plus on whatever platform you're at, chances are you're going to fizzle out. It's not going to be your full time job forever. If it is. God bless you if you're making money enough. They're doing to do the hustle. It, awesome. But that shit will go away. Dude, don't let yourself get this inflated ego that like you're you matter. Like you don't. Uh, this guy's gonna make a good rise and fall video one day. It, it, it some shit now gonna he's, be another statistic. Well that's my point. He's exposed himself to the point where now people are looking for like don't throw stones in a glass house. He's just done that. And it's like you know, if you even try to play devil's advocate, whatever. Say she is someone who, what's the term? Trauma Tra- dumping. Trauma dumping. I, I hate fuck? that I had to, I, I learned that phrase. God damn it. Whatever that is, even if she does that, then just. Which is banner. If or, she does it before, then like. Or just don't engage. Like, just yeah. simply go. To, oh, I saw her. Like, you don't have to respond. If you're going to choose to not respond to everyone, fine. Which is why I said, like, I don't know. Is he a smaller stream? Maybe he only has a small number, so he responds to everyone. Yeah, maybe. Where? Hey, you know what? If you're, that's even worse. Then, if you're, a, if you're a small streamer, yeah. you're in no fucking position to talk down to people yeah. like that. Me, I talk to every single person because we're as small as it gets. Let's be clear. But let's say we ever get to a point where I'll be generous. Let's say we get to a hundred people, two hundred. Yeah. Whatever the number is. If you're pulling 100 continuous, you're doing pretty good. If I'm doing that, and if I choose to call out somebody, even if it's something I don't like, aside from something really bad, but if somebody says something like, it sucks, and I have had that in our streams. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can just say, like, I'm sorry to hear that. You don't have to linger on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that dude... This isn't our case, man. More people need to be punched when they uh, act out. I'm just saying, Jim, I'm not saying violence is always the answer. But it is an answer. But a quick, oh, you said something fucked up? Change it. It changes. That's all I'm going to say. Kid who needed the belt. Listen, what did Tyler Durden say? I don't know. He said a lot of things. But what's one of the more famous things? Rule one of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club? <sighs> yes. You never know enough about yourself until you've been into a fight. Oh, yeah, I forgot that line. Jim, you know in all the fights you've been in. All yeah, tight. <laughs> all, all, all those <laughs> fights I've been in since I was nine. Jim, we need to get you into a good fight. <laughs> Bring you back down to earth. Maybe you'll stop giving such uh, generous scores. <laughs> I need to get into one-on-one in the ring with Yuji Naka. That's what I need. <laughs> Fuck you for shadow. Fuck you. So I will say, Miss Nerdy Curvy, I am sorry for your mother's loss. Obviously, don't engage this guy anymore. I already hope she has avoided him. Now, here's the deal. If she's back. She probably went back. If she's going back, stop. If this is a parasocial relationship, she's back. 
Yeah. A what? Parasocial relationship. What is that? That's the uh, phenomenon where people get way too attached to the content creators that they like and think that they're friends with them or like in their clique because they like talk to them once or twice, some shit like that. Is this like what we talked about when Michelle and Pam were on? Um. Or there's, oh, yeah, 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 there's yeah, been yeah, a few. Actually, yes, there's been a few yes. folks that we've talked about. I think it's more. I think it tends to happen more to females. Well, yeah. But yeah, this is. Huh. Okay, I've never heard that term. Yeah, you're not online enough. Thank God. Lucky. So, yeah, uh, just content creators. I'm not saying engage with every single person that talks to you. Be a fucking human. Someone's mom dies. You just say, I'm sorry. Right. Is part of being a successful content creator not being human? Lizard people, Jim. Yep. (laughs) But Jim, let's let's move to a lighter topic. I know. Don't, 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 don't. I mean, I know you can't wait for the movie Super Mario Brothers because it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, they are opening Super Mario World. Yeah, uh, well, Universal really Studios. Super Nintendo World. It's it, it's weird they call it Super Nintendo World when it's all Mario it, themed. Like that's what, where. So the link we have it actually goes to Universal Studios. We have the video. And I'll be playing it, mute it, because I don't even know if we'll get blocked for just playing the video. Probably. But at the end of the day, um, I got vibes of like the Star Wars hotel that went nowhere. They're really trying to build it out. It's not as bad as the Star Wars hotel, I don't think. And actually, I mean, that seems to be successful, because fucking nerds just throw money away. Yeah. But, uh, no, it seems more like, like if you've been to Universal and you've been to like Harry Potter World, where it's like, you know... A quarter of the park, and they just turn it into that theme, shit yeah. like that, or or when um, I think it look from the looks of it, it's going to be bigger than like um, like when they had Simpsons World. I don't know if you were down there when they had that. No, the pop up one, the bar. Well, it was be. Oh no, you're talking about the okay. Hey, Universal. So like they can when they converted like the Back to the Future ride to the Simpsons ride, and like they put most Tavern in. They had a couple other things. It was like a section of the park. It wasn't yeah. like the whole thing. Or no, I never been to that, but. Okay, it looks cool. I'm I'm mostly interested in like this interactive environment and like challenges kind of thing. Yeah, like like they showed people like going up and like punching the blocks, and I'm like, it's cute. It's cute, but I'm sorry. I love Super Mario Brothers. I don't give a shit about that being a real world thing. I I, I don't know. I I. I I'm I'm not going to go out of my way to go down there to go see it, but like if I'm in Universal for whatever reason, I, do, I definitely go see it. To your it. point, I have no idea why they're calling it Super Nintendo World. Unless maybe that didn't show, maybe there's a whole bunch of other shit. I, like, maybe, but they didn't show it. Like Everything looked Mushroom King to me. Like if all of a sudden there's like a DK country, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, Donkey Kong would be cool. There's no Samus. There's no Captain Falcon. Yeah. There is no... Maybe the cars you take around are from F-Zero. I, I don't know. Mm, that'd be cool. I mean, you know it's going to be Mario Kart. It's, it's not going to be F-Zero. Here's the deal. Two things I can guarantee. One. The go-karts will be Mario it's Kart. It's going to make money like fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. And two. It'll be fine. Like, it, it'll never be low production. Like, they're going to put. They put their money into shit like that. Yeah. So, if you're really into it, you got to go check it out. Me and Jim. 
It'll be a cool thing to see once, but I'm not going to go out of go my way to say it. Yeah. So, I like that. I'm also kind of at, like, I have no desire to take, like, my like my daughter. Like, she would probably love to go to Disney or something like that. But, like, I want her to remember it if she goes. Like, I don't want to take her when she's five and she just completely does not remember oh, it. I just talked to my buddy who, it's his first time. He's got three kids. His youngest is five or six, but his olders are, like, a little bit older. He's like, yeah, I had to basically take out, like, a small loan. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. The amount to go to Disney. Now, now he said, hey, it is a once in a life, like, definitely worth it. Everything is amazing to the littlest detail, but the price. Oh, yeah. And that's not including food and alcohol and all that shit. Oh, did you pay out the dick? All I'll say is... If you can afford that shit and that's your go-to, that's the thing you look forward to the most. I have a lot of people I work How with. How the fuck do Disney adults afford it? Well, I was going to say. How do they do it? There's people I work with who go every single year with their kids. Yeah. I I don't. My only guess is. Do you do nothing else but save up for that Disney trip? I guess so, which as someone who has done a fair bit of tra- I've done a lot of traveling. There's no place I'd want to go to every single year. Yeah. I haven't been to Disney in, if ever. I, I, I'm actually getting confused if I've ever actually been to Disney. I know I've been to Universal, um, but I'm sure I would love the shit out of it. I could spend a whole week there. But after that, like, do I need to keep going back and spend that kind of money? Yeah. I mean, I've been there twice in my life. It's within the last 10 years. And... uh I would never go back unless it was for my for kid. For your kid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, hey, more power to you. Uh, Super Nintendo World, that is a cool thing. Maybe throw some more Super Nintendo into it and just straight Mario. I know there's a movie coming out. Then just call it Super Mario World. I don't know what the... Jim, uh, are you confused. in first Streets of Rage World? Not holding my breath, Brian. <laughs> not holding my breath. Why not? I'll just be following Blaze the whole time. Or Sonic World. Hey, kick me. Kick me. <laughs> oh, God damn Ooh, Sonic jokes. World. Ooh, I can follow Blaze the Cat around the whole time. Or you could be Shadow. Maybe I would. Because you love him. It's <laughs> my boy. He's got that edge. So, Chambers, so a topic that you actually put up here, which I'm glad you did once again, kind of controversial, but there's potentially going to be ads coming to Xbox. Yeah, to the Game Pass platform. So this is where I get really confused. I would understand if Game Pass was free or really cheap. But yeah, I saw this myself and they're basically going to do personalized ads to your Game Pass account. I haven't seen exactly how they're going to implement it. So from the article, so the article here is from thegamer.com. Apparently this blurb was spotted on reset error thread via games usual or games usual, whatever that user is, I guess. And yeah, so the patent is kind of like to put a long story short and a lot of reading short, what they're going to do is it's going to be like background ads. So if you're like playing a sports game, it'll be ads on like the side of like, say the rink of an ice rink and hockey game. Or if you're playing a game that has billboards, like a personalized, like real ad will be playing on that billboard or like on a TV in a game or shit like that. So, so from uh, what the article is saying, it's not going to be the kind of like mobile it kind won't of be deal like where, a pop-up. where it won't like pop up or just like interrupt and make you wait for now. It'll be like movies. That's 
my first reaction. I was just saying, gaming is catching up the movies if that goes through. Like, right now, it's a patent. It's not implemented. Probably will be. But, yeah, I mean, it's the thing where it's like, yeah, you pay for your movie ticket, but then the entire time, there's, you know, Mimi product placement. If you've ever seen an Adam Sandler movie, you know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> well, here, okay, so here's my thing. Like, I've seen examples of product placement that's more subtle. E- even movies like uh, Star Trek, where, you know, like Chris Pine goes, like, let me have a mirror. Yeah. That was the extent of it. Right. Whereas others, yeah, it's like full, you're like, wow. Whole, like like if, we said last week, Duncan Chino. Duncan but um, in games, okay, so here's my thing. You can't be in God of War and be like, son, get me a Pepsi. Like, like, <laughs> you like, like there's no subtle way in a game like that. that like, you so, say that, they'll find a way. So, like, I could see it in sports games, 100,000%. I'm actually kind of shocked they're not there more so. Because there, there have been ads in sports games of, like, real shit. Because, like, that's how the stadiums though, look. Say, but I guess in, like, more branched out games and like the, the the craziest thing for me is that they said it's gonna be targeted ads well that's the part where so then clearly kind of like a website you're gonna have blocks on your game that are designated for you that Brad, people, my connect is listening to me i'll be like jim why are all your ads for hentai shit and mine are for like you know guns or, or cars because mm, like, they have more taste we've been over your list you clearly don't but uh that game uh, that we talked about last week, uh, Life is High or... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, High on Life. High on Life, where actually I'm seeing a lot of good reviews. I know our buddy Todd's talked about a lot, and I'm seeing a lot of things. Yeah, Max Marvel talked about it. Apparently it's like eight hours to beat the campaign, and you know you get more out of it if you do all the extras and shit um, like that. And, and like a lot of the funny parts... I, I've actually... Does, not Sorry to cut you off, yeah. but I've never seen anyone say it's straight bad. No. The worst I've seen is people saying it's a very meh game with humor that you'll either really like or not like. Like I, I but I, no one said it's bad. I've clicked on a lot of the videos I've seen people posting, and some of them I'm like, it's actually I would call it more just um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like creative humor, where like a group of like construction workers came up to you like, "What are you doing? You can't be here." And when you start shooting them, their dialogue changes. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you get down to the last guy, he's like, well, maybe we shouldn't have been so hard. Like, it's interactive, so it's, like, very creative, however they did the dialogue trees. That interests me. But Brian's using AI art, so it's bad. (laughs) But that game also has movies like Tammy and the T-Rex, which I, you know, I know you're not. Is that a hentai? No, it's not hentai. It does have Denise Richards in it. (laughs) Oh, well, sign me up. Um, But, yeah, like... A game like that, I heard, did have ads on it for, like, companies. And someone mentioned, like, yeah, I had a – this isn't what it is. But, like, they said, like, oh, I had an Arby's ad. Yeah. So modern games like Fortnite, Call of Duty, I could totally see. Yeah, you have, like – you're going through a burned-out building and it's a KFC. Okay. You can't do that on, like I said, Skyrim – there are certain games that you just can't do it to. But, like, yeah, Spider-Man, Marvel games, like, anything in Oh, Spider-Man times, you could have easily had it yeah, in on the billboards. Yeah, New York, you're going through New York, sure, but... Any open world game, yeah. But, like, even on... I'm trying to think, like, okay, Streets of Rage, in theory, you could have specific, like, the arcades might have a specific thing, or the car is a specific brand. Yeah. Here's the deal. 
if that gets developers money, I don't care. As long as it's not like if it doesn't pause, fuck with the gameplay. Yeah, if it fucks with the gameplay or it's like it goes out of its way to be like we need to get ourselves a Ford to drive out of here. When, when it like all of a sudden inserts too much versus let's get in this car and it just happens to be a Ford Mustang. Cool. I don't care. When it's invasive and it's, as Jim said, like an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, boy. 2023 Ford Mustang. Yeah. Like Lucky you, day. You go out of your way. Like, look at all the features it has. Is that the one with 260 horsepower? Yeah. Like, like that's a shit where I go, uh, I'm actually happy we don't right now have video games with like straight up commercials or pop-ups on our consoles. Yeah. Not yet. I feel like we're lucky in that way because I feel like that's only a small ways away. Yeah. No, like we said earlier, my first thought was, all right, games are catching up to movies at this point. Yeah. No, I like that you have that on here. It's something I see a lot of people talk about. I love PlayStation. People are like shitting on Xbox people. Like it's not going to happen to them. nerds. Both, both, both sides. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I can't, I can't fucking stand the threads on fucking Twitter of the Xbox and PlayStation nerds fucking just quipping back and forth. Shut the fuck up. Jim, how do you really feel? Get a personality. <laughs> or kill yourselves. I don't care. Damn it, Jim! And the video is demonetized. <laughs> I don't care. I'm right. No, that like I said, it's a, it's a it's a good topic, but uh, at the end of the day, I think the moral is: watch your kids, stop worrying about ads, and be human. Just be normal. <laughs> Just be fucking normal. I'm so sick of the internet. I'm so sick of it all. Brian's broken me. Jim, how do you really feel? It's broken me, Brian. Is that why you're playing Code Princess? I, I can't lock on to Twitter anymore and then lock off and play Shadow the Hedgehog. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm done broken. I'm done. Jim, shouldn't we say Merry Christmas? And technically, we're, we're, we are reviewing today, and it's the first day but second night of Hanukkah? Yeah, it is the second night of Hanukkah. So, cheers. I actually, on that point, oh. I had some homemade latkes yesterday. Delicious. Who the fuck made you homemade latkes? Uh, what do you call it? Nate came up. He was going his way to his mom's for Hanukkah, but they needed to make them like fresh and last minute, so they just hung out at my place and made them over there. So I had a few before they left. Of course you did, Jim. What? Of course you did. What? I Get just, some culture. Delicious potato pancakes. Don't. 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 What? Don't. Just don't. Look, Bri. You know what? They're so goddamn good. I light a candle, all right? <sighs> they might have the right idea. Well, cheers to everyone, Jambers, before we head out. This we, fucking beer. Holy shit. I saved it for a special occasion. It's the last one before Christmas, so we want to say hope you all have great, safe holidays. Hope you enjoy yourselves, and please make sure drink your beers and play your games responsibly. With that, we want to say thank you all, and please, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Give us a notification notification bell i can't even speak after this beer mm -hmm. and if you're listening to us please give us a five-star rating if you do even if you want to bash us in the comments we will read them on this podcast with that have a good night everyone and cheers cheers all happy holidays <laughs> <laughs>